Father, we thank you so much for the blessing to hear your word. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray that you will change us by the power of your word. We love you. Dexterity, not duality. Dexterity, not duality. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 3 to 6. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing but doting about questions and strife of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, evil sermons, perverse disputings of men of corrupt minds, and destitute of the truth, supposing that gain is godliness. From such withdraw thyself, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment is great gain. What a scripture. Hallelujah. The Bible says that everything in the scriptures boils down to this. Godliness. God just wants us to become like him. And that's why he's speaking all the things he's been speaking from Genesis to Revelation. Because he wants us to become godly. He wants us to become like God. But how do we know who God is? How do we become exactly what he is like? Praise the Lord. And so God has to teach us what he is like and what he is not like or what he is not. Praise the Lord. Because you need to know exactly what he is and what he is not so that you understand him exactly for who he is. You know, many times we don't have the correct understanding about God and it grieves his heart so it grieves his heart. That's why he sent an exact rep representative of himself to come and save us. His own begotten son who looks just like him. Praise the Lord. Have you seen a father and a son or a, 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 I mean a parent and a child and they look so much alike? Exactly. It's just like you have passed on the whole, the, the genome of the father straight to the, the, the child. Praise the Lord. And everything is just is, is on point. That's how that's what the look at that's how much jesus christ looks like his father and god sent his own begotten son to come and save us because he wants the fruit of that work that jesus came to do to be exactly the same kind exactly the same kind there shouldn't be any mutation anywhere there shouldn't be any changes anywhere we should become exactly like god so in becoming exactly like God, we need to know exactly what he looks like. And we realize that in the mystery of godliness, we come across what is known, what is what we call dexterity, okay? How does God teach us to profit as children of God? You see, in um in 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 in, in, in our content or in who we are, maybe let me use this um understanding okay for instance in in in, in the uh, in the body in the human body there are different um let me say proteins okay or yes let's say proteins or, or not only proteins but like things that make or build us up or, or the things that we are made of our body the building blocks okay and then you, you realize that we have things that for instance we call them carbohydrates, we call protein, we call fats and oils, okay? These things are burnt up for energy, 
okay and that's what keeps us going and moving about but that's not all that we are made up of we are also made up of uh um what's the things that are called genes okay or chromosomes or nucleic acids okay uh, these things are not they they are inside us they are also a very important part of what we are and what we but they are not bent for energy okay they don't produce energy in the form of something that is called atp that the body uses to uh, get energy to move about and to do whatever i'm just talking about like a little bit of science okay or how our body works okay or how our bodies were created to be it's important to understand how your body works because in understanding how your body works or how your body is created you you begin to have an understanding of what god is like because he made us in his image so when you study the image when you study what he made you understand exactly who he is praise the lord so i'm trying to explain something to to you so in our makeup we have this part of us that can be bent for energy and this part of us that can't be bent for energy and this part that can't be bent for energy which we call the genes and and, and the genetic part of us okay or let me let, let me just say the genetic part of us that's what we will understand a little bit more if we are to take just that part that part of us is just used to for knowledge it's just used to store knowledge it's just used to um, have the knowledge that gives the command for the expression of things in our bodies that give us the, the look alike or the, the, the outward uh, looks that we have okay so your genes the genetic part of you is a very big part of you a very a big percentage of you but it is it doesn't it's not for gain do you understand it doesn't produce energy it doesn't give you power to to do something but it's just there to store energy and to produce, uh, uh, give commands so that you, you uh, the, the things that's like your proteins and uh, those things will be formed. What am I talking about? There's a part of us that God has made for us. It's just for us to use it to know him. It's just for us to use it to do what? To know him. That's who you are. And even in your spirit, there's a part of you that is just for you to know him. And you must not contaminate that part, using that part to always be thinking that, oh, um, how can I use this to, to get, make profit? How can I use this to make profit? God wants there to be some genuineness and some purity and some pure holiness about us that we don't contaminate, praise the Lord, that we just use to know him, hallelujah. But if, if you two is all, it's all about just knowing and you cannot, you cannot make gain. How do you get energy to function? Like for instance, you cannot make money. You cannot move about. You cannot buy water for yourself. You cannot. How do you live? So you see that it's not only about just knowing, but God also puts in us something that makes us produce energy. That makes us make wealth. That makes us make money. Praise the Lord. And so that is where we have. Uh, 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 that that understanding makes us know that you can be dec you, you can be ambidextrous you can use uh, 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 every single thing that you have to your advantage you don't say that oh me i'm only made up of what i should use to know god so all my life is just knowledge and acquiring knowledge i will never gain anything or do anything to actively be gaining something it's, it's a wrong understanding you see, we read from Judges chapter 3, the story of the man called Ehud that God himself raised. And the Bible says that the children of Israel were under bondage, okay, or they were in bondage, serving under the king of Moab called Eglon. And this 
king had oppressed them for long, for about eight years. But God raised this man called Ehud. And the Bible says this man called Ehud was a left-handed man. He was left-handed. Okay, he was left-handed. But the Bible says that he could put a dagger underneath his right thigh. And he had a way of just, you know, being able to maneuver smoothly. You wouldn't even know he's pulling it out of his right thigh. That is skill. What is that? That is skill. It is his ability to use either part of your body or everything that God has given to you by making you, by giving you the experiences he's giving you, the skills sets that he's giving you, using every single bit of that for your advantage for your advantage now that is what i'm calling dexterity okay and that is an english where that simply means that you're able to use either side of your your body or whatever you have for for your advantage praise the lord so that said okay that said it means that in the nature of godliness as we get to know god we understand that you don't have to be just in a straight jacket boom you there you don't you don't venture for instance maybe you are in academia you don't venture in business at all it's not it's not you are not it's not correct it's not correct you have to have a skill that marries the two in a very good blend but god wants us to guard against greed as we as we we, we venture in that in that area okay where you are uh, 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 where you are learning to do what to use every part of yourself for advantage for your advantage it's not so that you will become greedy it's not so that you become so eager to make wealth for yourself to what end to what end God doesn't want us to develop such things in our heart God has God wants us to just be content with our knowledge of him and, 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 and his, his, his words to us, his wholesome words to us. God wants us to put ourselves in that, in that place more, hide ourselves, fold ourselves in that place more. And then if we need to make gain, even that knowledge of godliness will help us to profit. The Bible says it's the Lord your God who helps you to make wealth. And so God teaches us to be dexter dexterous i don't know if that's that's the right word but he teaches us to be able to make use of every blessing that is in our lives for advantage so that we are not in need to the extent that we sell ourselves to the devil that's right that's when the blessing came to airhood or that's how god raised it because he didn't want his children to be under slavery he didn't want his children to be serving the kings the, the satan let me just say it was a type of Satan that the children of Israel in Genesis chapter 3 were serving. So in order that you will not start selling your body for money, money, in order that you will not start uh, 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 doing all sorts of things uh, in the name of getting, getting money, God will teach you the wisdom of how to use every blessing that he has given to you since you were a baby till now, how you can use it what, to, 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 to make a, a prophet so that you will not have to depend on duly on somebody and so that you will have the peace of mind and the wholesomeness of mind to be able to keep studying god's word and to be able to keep following jesus and to be able to keep being a disciple of jesus in holiness in all holiness and godliness now this is very different from duality dexterity is very different from duality what is duality duality is when you are two different things in one body you 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 are you are holy today 
and you turn your face to the next one, no, no, you are doing unholy things. And you very, very well know what is holy. And you very, very, very well know what is unholy. Yet, you think that, oh, once you have a certain nature of holiness, everybody can see that you are nice, you are holy. So they will never suspect that, oh, as for you, you can never be unholy. So they will flow with you. They'll be happy about you. They'll be listening to you. They'll be flocking with you in the name of what? You are holy. But you know deep within your heart, even though you are holy, and you understand that the nature of holiness and godliness teaches you to make profits. Then you start using that understanding to be doing what? Unholy things. Things that you know are very, very well against what God wants or God demands or God likes about you. And you start using that very nature to do unholy things and undercover. You are in your room alone and you are doing things that nobody, if people hear about it coming from you as a child of God, they'll be, they'll be amazed. Yet you are happy about it and you are doing it in the, in, in the secret of your life. In the secret of your life and nobody knows about it. And you think you are winning and you think you are gaining. You think God doesn't see. The Bible says that from such withdraw thyself. If you see anybody like this who knows exactly what they are doing and it's wrong and yet they like and they are unapologetic about it. They don't know how to say sorry. They don't know how to repent. It means they love being evil. Duality is an evil nature. Okay, you are, you are, you are this and you are that. You see, the Bible says that even Satan can appear as an angel of light. He, he's learned to what? Be dwell. Even though he was created to be perfect light and pure light right from the outset. But he learned to use that pure nature for wrong things and yet pretend as if he's also light. It's, it's wrong. God doesn't want you to be dwell in nature. God doesn't want you to be speaking true, having a certain appearance of true truthfulness or purity or holiness and then in secret you know that you do wrong things you do bad things and you are covering up and you don't repent before the lord in the secret of your life the judgment of god is standing against you very soon you'll be so put to shame very soon god is going to expose you your nakedness and you will not like it you cannot play you cannot play god for long Hallelujah. So desist from duality. It's, it's a nature of pride. It's a nature of what? Pride. It's a nature of self-conceitedness. You think you know it all, but you don't know. You are not setting your mind on the things of God. You are setting your mind on what you think you know to be right. What you are knowing is the devil. Oh. What you are knowing is the nature of Satan. Desist from duality. Praise the Lord. It says in First Timothy chapter six verse three uh, verse four. It says he's proud, knowing nothing, but doting about questions and strifes of we're always striving with words. Oh, this thing that you are saying, I don't think is true. Oh, even when you you speak the the word of God in truth, the person still has questions. The person still has doubts because they are living a dual nature. In the secret of their heart, they still love the things of the world. In the secret of their heart, they still love, even though they they love God, they don't love God as purely and as truly and as totally as they should they still love the world in a way but you should not love the world you should not love anything that is in it that's what the bible says in first john hallelujah the bible says he's proud knowing nothing but doting about questions and strifes of words whereof cometh envy strife railings evil services eh? she's she's better she thinks she's better than me why does it why do you like her more than me envies jealousies perverse disputings of men corrupt mind it's like the mind is so corrupt 
destitute of the truth, supposing gain is godliness. You see, that kind of mind that makes you think that even though you are holy, you can still use it. Uh, even though you have an outward look of holiness, you, you can still love evil in the secret of your heart and nobody will see it. You are, you are killing yourself. Oh. You are just making yourself a candidate for hell, but you will not be a candidate for hell. As you hear me and as you hear the word of God, God's word is coming in all purity of fire to set you apart for the truth and to set you apart for holiness and to make you a candidate for salvation, even eternal salvation. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that from such withdraw thyself. But he said, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Just being godly and being content with that is great gain. The Bible says in First Timothy chapter 4 verse 8, it says that for bodily exercise profit a little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise for the life that now is and of that which is to come. You see, just being content with your knowledge of God you don't need to work so hard to make profit. The Bible says godliness itself is profitable. It has profit for all. It, it knows how to make you gain. You don't have to actively work so hard. God has a way to make you prosper. He has a make, make, way to make you sweatless in your prosperity. You don't have to have a greedy heart to now start making wealth. You don't have to be greedy. If you have something, keep it. Praise the Lord. You have your own food. You hear that they are, they, are, they are sharing free food somewhere. No, then you stand up and you are going to collect that free food because you have heard that, hey, nowadays, Charlie, the system is hard, though. I for collect from everywhere. Hmm? I for collect from... Meanwhile, God has given you your own. Be content with that. Be content with that. Praise the Lord. You don't have to be greedy and try to make your own ends meet all the time. Be content with what God shows you and be content with what God gives you and be content with what God teaches you on how to make profit with what he has given to you. And don't go about carrying greed in your heart, wanting to make profit by all means possible. It is not what God wants for you or what God has designed, designed for you. God bless you for hearing his word. And may God teach you dexterity in him and, and may you desist from every nature of duality and begin to look more like God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you.